くらいの距離を突き歩いたらあとどれくらいの寒い夜を重ねたらあとどれくらいのさよならを流したらまぶたの奥の泉が枯れ果てるとか3年後もきっと続くだろうそう思ってた空洞を満たして溢れてしまうほどのこの気持ちはなんだ単純だよお前はその愛を映画みたいに多いな津波を見て遠いところで今正直今と今重なってくフィルムのように何回も通り直した色あせるより色踊りより君のいる景色が濃いな Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I am your host, Peter. On today's episode, we will be reviewing the 2020 fall seasonal wrap up show. Joining me today, we have Pat from Watch Club. Pat, how's it going today? It's good. How about you, Pete? How are you doing? I, f- I realize I never get the chance to ask how you are doing because、oh. it's always multiple people here, and it's awkward if, I do, if all of us do that. So, how are you, Pete? Let,、uh, let's hear from you for once. Well, since our last episode, I've been doing fantastic.、Um, I got a tattoo.、If、yes, I'll、oh, show you, it. Please. You can't see it, but the people on, if you're watching on YouTube, you will be able to see it. I got Guts from Berserk, who is my favorite character of all time. He's now tattooed on my left, like, bicep slash shoulder area.、Um, I mean, holidays were great.、Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't complain. And now we got the new seasons of anime going on right now. So I've、yes. been, been watching a ton of anime. My vacation's almost done with work. So I'm not looking forward to going back to work on Monday, but it's been really good. Thank you for asking, Pat. That was, that、yeah. was really nice of you. Of course. Yeah. And、uh, it, yeah, because it's. It was a sobering reminder while I was sitting here do,、uh, while preparing. I was like, well, I have no webcams to look at during this episode <laughs> because,、uh, for those who don't know, when we record, for whatever reason, Pete's webcam doesn't work. So he, he always is this ever, everlasting circle of squares, you know, lo- trying to. <laughs> so I, don't, I never get to see how Pete reacts to me or anything I say. I don't know if he even likes me. But we, you know what?、Uh, na- but I normally have other people to look at. In this case, now I don't. So,、uh, so it's going to be a lot of self reflection today, I feel like. Yeah, this is the first time for everything.、Um, now, I don't know. Hopefully, I think it'll work out because then you don't get to see like, my facial like, judgments and everything and other people's facial judgments. So then you can just spitball anything you want and、yeah. you, don't, you don't have to worry about what anybody look at disgust they have on their face by your. I was going to say, that never stopped me, though. That never stopped me in the past. So we'll, uh, but uh, if you're ready to go, I'm ready to jump right into it with.、Uh, A very popular show from this past. I'm、season. ready to jump, but before we do, just give me your overall thoughts on the fall season. Uh, Sure. Um, I think it was surprisingly good because, you know, like、uh, everyone's been saying this, but it feels like for the past like six or seven months, but like, oh, winter 2021, like it's going to be such a good season. Like, so the season beforehand is always going to like look lackluster or, or not as alluring、uh, bef- beforehand. But、um, I actually think this season delivered a lot. And there were. A couple shows in particular that really like, shocked me that were、uh, one, one was an anime original we're about to talk about, and then another one was a,、uh, was a, a show that I had n- no expectations going into that I was blown away by by the end. So I'm, I'm very、uh, excited to talk about these shows. I think overall, though, it was a very solid season. I think I watched like seven different shows. 
technically, I guess. And uh, I enjoyed almost every single one of them. Like they weren't all good, but most of them were sure. enjoyable. So I think that that's another aspect too that uh, that was a good time. I'm glad I watched them all. So I, yeah, I think shocking or surprising is a good word to put into it, just because I know a lot of people like me were really just looking forward to the currently airing season because it was so right. stacked. Everyone's like, okay, this is we got this filler season. It's gonna be like whatever. Like we have haiku. Like that's like the big name and Don Machi, and it's just like, we don't really have, like, heavy hitters like we do with the next season, like, the currently airing season, where we just have, like, six just major players, but I was pleasantly surprised by the shows that we got, especially the first show we're going to talk about, which is Akudama Drive, which I considered, like, a combination of, like, Suicide Squad and, like, Ocean's Eleven, and it ended up being a just an absolute ride of a show, uh, sorry, an absolute drive of a show. <laughs> Thank um, you. There's so many good things to say about it. Pat, I know you watch it with me. Tell me your like initial thoughts on Akudama Drive and like the things that you liked maybe didn't like. Oh, man. So this show, uh, Pete was raving about it to begin the season uh, like, you know, three months ago. He was like, oh, like, go watch the show. And I was like, eh, like, like uh, I've got other stuff I'm watching. You know, I'm busy with school, whatever. Um, when I finally did sit down and watch this like two or three weeks ago, um, I finished the whole show in one night because i couldn't believe how, how incredible it was I, I i was blown away i i the characters are all fascinating i loved i i absolutely loved that all the episodes had themes based off um so many different american movies from pop you know pop classics like uh reservoir dogs yep. and um seven and seven and and it's it's a big blockbusters too like mission impossible too yep. so there was there are so many references and it was almost like 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 what you said i like that oceans 11 and suicide squad kind of comparison that that's definitely a good a good introduction for someone who has no idea going in i would also just throw in that it's almost like a love letter to uh 20th century american film like it, it's really it's incredible all the references there's the shining as well yep there are so many well done and well thought out things that for an anime original too which is the best part about this is the fact that an anime original delivered on so many of the things that it tried to uh i i was just blown away i i can't speak highly enough about how much i enjoyed this show there are aspects i didn't like such as the ending which we can i guess if you want to talk about that um maybe after you you do your initial thoughts we can but uh it was uh it was quite the drive i i said it's quite the ride before but no i'll mend myself it is quite the drive um i loved there was a lot of imagery used uh throughout the op the op and then just throughout the show in general too that was so well done they all had their names the the doctor hoodlum um uh what's a swindler like they all had these themes that were just so so well examined so oh good god and then and the title is a pun what drives an akudama you know like what is the motivation for these people yeah like and even the villains were so enjoyable too like i, I loved it i i i've been talking too much but you could tell i because i love this show yeah so. I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of how you would perceive the show if uh the stuff that happened on capitol hill uh, happened during when like episode 11 happened because I was getting like hardcore Akudama drive uh, vibes from when the scene where the people are at like the police station and then they're yeah. rioting and all this stuff. And then the only difference is that Akudama drive, they're just like, oh, we're just going to kill everybody. Which yeah. Is crazy. No. yeah, no, I didn't even think about that. That's a, 
a great point. I forgot I forgot that scene happens in the yeah. show. There's so many good things that happen. So, well, that's one of the things that annoyed me about that show, though, was because that never got resolved. That never got really... And it's not like it didn't get resolved in, in where it was like there was a very clear implication as to what happened. We don't know. Do, they res do Akudama no longer exist? Do they get punished? Do, do, do the citizens revolt successfully? Like, th there's no answer for that. And that was one of the main problems I had because this show, it set out to deliver on, like, 15 different things, right? And I think it delivered on, like, 13 of them. There were just a couple okay. missing parts that annoyed the shit out of me, such as for one, the I guess we'll the just the ending. Right the ending. Okay. The, the fact that we well, for one, the town that they were going to, I can't remember what it what it was called. It was a Japanese town, like Kanto or, or something like that. Well, no, Kanto is what was like the initial destination, right? That they thought they were trying to get to, but the the so called like safe haven or whatever that they're trying to deliver the kids to by the end. That only gets brought up in the last couple episodes, which I thought was weird. But I was like, all right, well. Maybe they'll show us them getting there, or the whole point is that they, they all these sacrifices. Like I, I likened the last episode or the last few episodes, I guess, and the, and I guess the entire show to the uh, similar to Rogue One, where all of these people are sacrificing their lives and risking their lives, and then literally sacrificing themselves yep. just for this one thing to happen for such a what some people might perceive as minor, just two children that don't even know what living is like. You know, they don't know what life is and. Uh, so they're sacrificing themselves, just like in Rogue One with all the soldiers, you know, carrying the plans away from Darth Vader. God, I love that scene too. That's such a good scene. Um, off topic, but yeah, that's uh, to not see. It, it'd be yeah. So it'd be like if you watched Rogue One, and then it just ended, and you didn't know what happened in A New Hope. That's that's how I perceive the ending. That frustrated the crap out of me because they get there, they see the white light, like oh, we're about to see. Yep. Is this thing there? And then there's nothing. And there's nothing. There's nothing. And it's like, that's it. And then there's no answer as to what happened in Con in Kansai. Is that where they were? Kansai? Or... Maybe that's... Yes. Yeah. yes, it is Kansai. Kansai is the town that they were in. Yes. So yeah, they, they, they don't have... Or the city, whatever. They, they, there's no resolution. Like, what, oh, the the main executioner that we follow, other than the, the you know, the white hair, the, the Sen... Or the Kohai or whatever... We don't get to see what happens with her at all. Like, does she... Because they start showing she's conflicted. They, they start showing, oh, she might not actually believe in the executioner's methods and and thoughts anymore. That never gets answered or addressed. You know, they, they just... It, it's just done. It, it's over. And that frustrated the crap out of me because I was loving this show. Uh, like, because I didn't feel that at all. Like, sure. everything happened... Everything that happened in the show seemed planned... And then there was a follow-up to it, except for that ending, and then also them not a addressing the the civil unrest at the end, like the and and really wrapping that story up. I don't yeah. know how you feel about no, that. No, it, it's funny that you say that because I think people endings like that. I think it can be described in like two different ways. Either one, that was the end goal the whole time for the, to have this like leave this open-ended ending. Like, we don't know what they're going to. Or the second one is, they didn't know how to finish the show, and that's how they ended it. I'm on the side of the first one, and I think you're on the side of the second one. Since this is an original, I feel like they maybe could have, like, figured out, like, a way to end it on, like, a really good note. I personally didn't, didn't mind it at all. But I can definitely see your viewpoint on the ending being, like, well, like, what? where are they going? Like, what was, what was at this, like, location that everybody sacrificed their life for?
and we, we just don't know purpose? exactly what was the purpose like holy shit yeah that's that's a very good point i think that's uh i don't i wouldn't say that they didn't know how to end it because i think there were ways to end it you know like uh because i i was up a long part of the night after finishing this thinking about like how they could have ended it yep. it, it wouldn't have been easy but i i think that if they even if they just revealed like oh there was a city or there was something there was actually something there for them to look forward to or there wasn't yes and then it and then the whole message would have been there's you know sometimes sacrifice is in vain you know there's no there's no point to it or, or you, that get, you get like a devil man crybaby ending where it's like nothing matters that's the end that's the moral of the story because the i, I really liked how like the city itself was like by it's essentially like the only city like left in the world it's kind of like madoka magica where Everybody is in this one region. There's this train that goes in and out. People worship the train yeah. because, like, that's, like, the only thing of, like, the outside world. And it's really interesting just, like, the world building that they had in the show because you know from the past that there was, like, this giant nuclear war. Um, I'm assuming a... I don't know if there's only, like, two cities in this world because it's kind of set in Japan, but, like, yeah. also not set in Japan. It's kind of... I don't know how to describe it without yeah. actually watching the show. Hopefully people understand what I'm saying. Um, but I really like that whole world of just like, oh my God, dude, just the train scene where doctor is killed and everyone's like worshiping the train, like, please let us aboard. And then the doors open and they rush in. I love that because it's just, it shows this, this great like symbolism of the train itself. And mm-hmm. there's so many good things I love about this show. Uh, the characters, I think you mentioned before, um, I thought Swindler was an amazing character. The fact that she swindles the entire show without yeah. actually being like a swindler exactly. is, is, am- is amazing. So Her character is so great. Uh, Cutthroat was like a great like main villain type of dude. Brawler was a great bro. I loved his character. Where he's just like he's just this brute force dude. That's all he did. Yep. He he. He acted first and thought about the consequences second. Uh, doctor, there's a bunch. Like, is she 900 years old? Was she actually a dude she before a dude, this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's so many cool things about like Doctor Hoodlum. I thought Hoodlum for like the longest time was like the dude behind the scenes. I thought he was like mm-hmm. the main ca- or the bad guy in like Saw, where he's just like living out this like facade in the group mm-hmm. as a character, but he ended up just being like whatever. Uh, Courier was cool. He's like a great, like, um, I guess, like, proponent to the main character, Swindler. And then, like, Hacker. The fact that Hacker. a great plot device to to make sure that the show continued, which I thought about in hindsight. I was like, well, Courier was really the most unrealistic. Well, maybe Doctor was because she could literally sew herself back together after being cut. Yeah, out. after being like her her, her, her uh, neck is thrown like that was, slit. And... But that was such a cool idea. So like, good. That she was essentially able to like repair any wounds, which like I at first I didn't like because I was like, well, that removes all tension. Like, there's no tension in that group of is someone gonna die? No, nope, yep. the doctor's gonna fix them. Uh, I, don't know, I but the versus Courier, it was just like, all right, well, if he didn't, if he and his freaking most overpowered bike of all time didn't yeah. exist to the show when you know none of this would would have been possible to happen in the show but it i'm fine with it happening i'm fine with it happening too i thought i thought yeah. it made sense with like the world that they lived in it was all yeah. like i don't know you over know, the, the top um how do you feel about like hacker being like not an actual person but like an ai well he became an ai didn't he by i thought he was by, always an ai 
really? like he, I feel like the initial character hacker was like a vessel for an AI. I think he was a real person. Wow, because I thought he was a real person, and then because he went on that train, uh, he went to the place, right? He went to Con not Kansai. Um, the other place, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the other place, <laughs> yeah. Um, it Kanto. He went to Kanto, Kanto, which they thought was this beautiful city of like riches. When it was in reality, this like fucking weird spirit ball thing. This very it's like it a, a very, cyber like, world. Yeah, it was, I don't it, know. It, it was like an an uploaded all of them uploaded their consciences or something to like this cyber world or whatever so that they could live. Um, I thought that when he went there, okay, he ended up having his conscious uploaded to that or in some way transferred in that way to then becoming an AI or becoming a a person that lives that way. That okay. that was my interpretation of it. But um, I I, I guess I had it differently, which is another reason why I love this show because it's yeah. the same thing with like Doctor. You can have a bunch of different conversations with each of the different characters. Yeah, I I think uh, the executioners were really well examined oh. and and drawn out. Like the yes, uh, the female, the, the female, she, my wife of the year, yeah. right there, baby. Oh, she was great. I loved her. Not best uh, girl, yeah. waifu. Uh, she is good waifu for sure. Um, yeah, I, I if you're into that granny type, I guess. Yeah, no, it's okay. what? No, not um, the granny. I, <laughs> the f- I'm kidding. I know. I'm the kidding. eye patch girl. Come on, I, man. I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. I'm kidding. Uh, there is a the granny is. I don't is want you spreading character. rumors about me and getting a new, <laughs> that I'm in the old chicks, which I am, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I guess. I, I mean, there's so many other great things. Like, how do you feel about, like, the aesthetic and the animation about it? Because that was one oh, thing that so I, fe- I fell in love with it immediately. The, like, the yeah. cyberpunk slash, um, yeah, just, like, the cyberpunk aesthetic neon. of it. Yeah, neon, neon bright Vice, lights. Vice City kind of stuff. Like, uh, I know, so, like, the first episode, you, you described the first episode to me, the fir- like, months ago, and we're like, oh, this show's going to be incredible. Yep. And I actually wasn't really hooked until the second episode that was when the show really like started to capture me um and i don't know if it was just me taking time to adjust to the to the setting and to the the color palette which uh, by the end of it i loved it i thought that this was a really cool setting for a story and as unrealistic as some of the tech was they made it feel like it could be realistic in that world you know like none of it was ever so much more blatantly futuristic than anything else in the world and the only thing that you could really say that was like a real standout was the train and the bike other okay. than that all the other technology i think just because the bike had so many capabilities like it was like it was it was so absurd how many different things it could do uh but like you know like so like the city felt alive and you know the public executions the um the advertisements the way food and money works the all of this this stuff felt like it could it made sense right you yep. know and um versus the bike was just like this weird outlier it felt like you know but uh but the world building again was fantastic i i really liked the setting and and everything else about um how it looked as well uh i'm not even that big of a fan of like cyberpunk stuff like you know that there's i think there was some game that came out recently that was based on on this aesthetic i can't i'm not sure i don't know there was i i don't know maybe we'll get yeah, we'll get like a finished product. Blog, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, though, I think they said the finished product will be coming in like twenty seventy seven or something like that. But we can only hope. We can yeah. only hope that it's finished by then. Oh uh, yeah, I'll be a nice uh, seventy nine years old playing that game. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, um, or I could just look outside and hopefully be able to play it in real life. So yeah, that'll be go. sweet. Well, I think we talked uh, enough about Akudama Drive. So, how yeah. about give me your final thoughts and your rating on Akudama Drive? 
Yeah, so we talked a lot about it, and we haven't even really talked that much about the the entire show either, because like the way that every person died, especially Swindler's death, dying on the cross, like I, I you know, I, if you listen to this show, you know I love my imagery and my my use of like mythology and and religion to tell stories or to be vessels for stories. Her her dying on the cross and dying similarly to how Jesus did in in uh, Catholicism or Christianity, where she was a martyr, she she died for in this case, the two kids to survive and for the city to then uh, to give birth to new the, the new city, to the new perspectives of the people trying to revolt. Oh my God, that was like, that was like chef's kiss. That was, yes, that was when I was, was like so sitting good. there. That was like the beginning of the 13th episode, right? And I was sitting there and I was just like, this might be a 10 out of 10. Like, holy shit, this might be a 10 out of 10. And then, I don't know, like we, I talked earlier about how the ending frustrated me so much it does. It doesn't even feel like it needs another episode. It just needs like ten more minutes. Yeah. It doesn't. Not even. Like it could probably fit. It could probably make this show better with just five more minutes of show. And that. That's why I was so frustrated by it. And um, I, I think so. My final score right now is an eight. Uh, I think it would be an eight point five if I could go up to that high. But um, but I can't. So I'm gonna uh, stick with an eight. Where I enjoyment of this show was a ten out of ten. Like there's no doubt. I absolutely adored the show. All the references, all the movies, like the Shining scene. Oh my god, that was so so good. good. That was so good. I was like, oh, I saw the episode title Shining, and and then I was like, all right, well, the, if there's not a bathroom scene in here, I'm gonna be very upset. And sure enough, there was. There like they they was. delivered on everything that they tried to deliver on. Um, other than that very frustrating ending, I was so mad. I, I messaged Pete directly that <laughs> night because I was like, are you fucking kidding me that this is how the show ends? Like, I hate this. Which, like, again, all those endings I usually dislike. This one I disliked the least out of those kinds of endings. I will give them that. Like, I, I wasn't as mad as, let's say, with, um, I don't know, like, Hose- uh, just for an example, like, Hoseki no Kuni, um, the ending to that show where it's just like, yep, we're not answering anything. Yep. It's not like that level of frustration, um, which I know they have manga to fill it in, but that's not, we're talking specifically about the anime. Like yep. it's not that level of frustration versus with this show. It answered most of the things. I just, God, I was annoyed that it didn't answer everything I wanted. But I, yeah, feel, go, uh, I feel you just cause it, I have the same way. It gripped me. Me was the episode one. You were episode two. It gripped people pretty quick. I think a lot of people weren't expecting much because this is Studio Perot, who's known for like not really yeah. the best looking shows. And I was just blown away by the aesthetic, blown away by the animation. The little cutscenes that they do, where like each scene gets pulled in, like yeah. uh, was a great like little addition to the show. The little things, like you said before, the the titles of the episodes, um, the OP changing based off of. Um, the injuries that they are occurring during the show. So like when it starts out, everybody's healthy, but then by like episode seven, you start to see like neon paint on like people's hands. And that like represents the blood because they're taking damage, but based off fights, I love the characters. Brawler was amazing. Yeah. Or the haircut. Uh, Swindler was amazing. I loved cutthroat as a villain. I love doctor as like a also villain ish character. Orly gray. I liked that a lot. Yes. Yeah. There, there are so many things about the show that I loved. Um, I, I don't know if it's like the combination of just me being caught off guard and how good the show was or actually how great the show was, but I love the show. I, I'm giving it a 10. Um, this was an incredible show for me. It was, I think it's the best show from the season. It's an anime of the year contender. I think it was that good. I loved it. And yeah, so 
Akudama Drive gets a 10 from me and an 8 from Pat. Yeah, I, again, I, I, it was probably my tied for my favorite show of this season for sure. I, I can't, I can't say enough how great it was, but I, I just, oh man, I, it, it, like you said, how you were ca- so caught off guard by it, and then how much you loved it. Like I loved it so much that I wanted it to be perfect, and that's yes. why I'm frustrated that it wasn't because it felt like it could have been too. That's the most because it's not like a show that you look at and you're like, all right, well, I didn't expect much, or I didn't think it, there's no way you could make this into a masterpiece. Like I thought this was so freaking close. It'd it was... be like if there's one pixel that was off in like a piece of art or something that just bothered you, you know, like, and yep. that, that's how I feel about it. That's, that's fair. And I, I think, I think a lot of people, I think that's the beauty of the show. I think people will agree with like my take on it and give it a 10 or like high. Yeah. And I think, and I can see people like taking your take and giving it like a six or a five or something like that, where just like, they were so distraught by like the questions that were not answered that they just like, no, this show sucks. Type. I should say sucks, yeah. but like maybe like, could have done more with the time that was allocated. Yeah, and I, I don't get when you look at Mal. I'm surprised that it's a was a seven point eight. Like yep. that seems very low to me. I thought it would be in the eight range, but I, I thought guess it'd be all, in the eight range too. All like anime originals struggle, um, you know, on Mal because this this not the the numbers to pump them up. But also, a lot of people wrote very hateful reviews of it, like like calling it just like edgy and. That's all weird. gas, no breaks, and stuff. Which I didn't feel that way I didn't at feel all. Like, yeah, at all either. Like there was blood and gore and stuff, but it's not like that was. It was gratuitous. It was yeah. part of the story. Like, Absolutely. I, I don't, either way, we, we've talked so much about this. Either show. way, I mean, Akadama Drive, great show. We both. Re- show. I'm assuming we both recommend. So yeah. I was gonna say. So you, you'd say it's a must watch, right? I think it's a must watch. Yeah. I think I think it's a must watch as well. I think it's like a top. We did. I think it's like a top three or four show from the year. I think it. Yeah, I think it's top five as well for me. It's um, really good. Yeah, so I, yeah, because like that's what we did at the beginning of uh, our in first impressions. First right? impressions, must, yep. Must watch. Must watch, yep. Maybe, and then nah, this is a must watch. Yeah, even with my frustrations with it. I agree. Watch. All right, on to the next show. We have the second part of Haiku season four to the top, which only I watched. Uh, and Pat's going to sleep because he doesn't like good shows. Um, <laughs> so the first part of Haiku was definitely like a, a just a major setup for the the final match. Of Kurosano uh, versus Inarizaki or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm terrible. If it wasn't for math, I wouldn't have gotten into college. I always say that. So, um, yeah, this this paid off like 100%. I loved Haiku. They did everything that you expect Haiku. Really, there were some spotty animations, but like for 99.6% of the show, solid ass animation. The OPs are always great with Haiku. You love to see it. The characters are amazing. Today, or this. This time we got introduced to the twins on the rival team, which was like the fangirls go crazy for the twins. They were like a great, I hate saying the word antagonist, but since the team that we're following is Kurosano, they were the antagonists of the show. The dynamic of all of the characters on the opposing team was incredible. We got some black representation in the show. So I know a lot of my like colored friends were like really happy about seeing that. Um, yeah, this was just below, I thought, a step from season three. I love the match. Uh, the final point of the series was like my scene of the year. I thought they set it up perfectly. It was just like a, a actual like volleyball game. Like what I would expect against two elite teams. Like, does this team start off hot? Okay, if the other team starts off hot, how does the other team recover? And we kind of saw that dynamic, and that happens in sports. You see all the time in like basketball where teams go on like 15-0 runs. It's like, yeah, you could be losing by 10, but it's a game of like 
figuring out sometimes it takes a second to figure out the other team sometimes you got like these hot streaks where maybe you just stop cramping or something and or you see a pretty girl in the stands and you get hyped and you kind of saw these dynamics in the show with like you saw there was like the pretty girl on the sidelines for Tadaka who he kind of had a crush for. You see the bands on both sides hyping up each team. You see the crowd, the cheering section, um, like the coaches like coming alive in specific moments. Really felt I really felt that in the show, and it's a reason why I think Haiku is the best sports anime ever made. There's a reason why it's in my top ten of all time. I think it encompasses what sports are in real life and puts it into anime. This was a great great addition to the series i part part one i would i thought it was like really average and i love the show part two incredible great way to like top it off i'm really hoping we get a season five i would guess we are um, i would think so but it's the very popular series the manga is completed so when the manga is completed we always get the question of like are they going to continue to make more anime and haiku is a major franchise so my guess is i think so if I had to put like money on it, I would bet that we are getting a season five, but like I don't know if it's gonna be like what we had from the break from season three to season four. Are we gonna wait four years or are we getting it next year? Because I think it could be either one, and I just really hope we get season five. Uh, this is a nine out of ten for me. If you're a haiku stand, you probably loved it as well, just as high as I ranked it. I think it's like an eight point five on Mal. It was great. I think it's just a tad bit below season three, but still an incredible ride. Uh that's cool. I, I'm surprised to hear you say it's best. So you liked it more than uh, Ping Pong, the animation? Uh, do you think that that's more just your well your, lo- your love for this show and like the fact that you've seen so many episodes of it now, or uh, you know your devotion to the series? Or do you think that there, there's like definitely that? Uh, well, because season three is my favorite arc in anime history. I think it's just incredible, incredible feat of what they did and how they encompassed emotion and sports. So, yes, I am biased just because I love the show. Ping Pong, the animation, not to take away from anything, is an incredible show. I love Ping Pong. It's probably my second... I think it's the second best sports anime of all time, probably. But I- I'm already so invested in the characters. Like, Tsukushima is, like, one of my favorite characters of all time. There's so many, like, great dynamics that Haiku does compared to other shows. It's, like, the main emphasis is on um, highlighting the opposing team and getting to know them. Because maybe they beat them in season one. It doesn't mean that they're they're done. Like, maybe they can mm-hmm. pop up in season three or season four. And guess what? That's happening. Like, they made you care for these side characters because they're coming back. And it's wonderful. So, yeah. Big haiku stand. Love season four. Hoping for season five. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's no Prince of Tennis. But, you know, it's a great sports anime, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. what I, 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 that's I totally haven't seen Prince of Tennis. Game. Neither it's not it's not that. It's good, getting it? like a sequel movie in 2021 for some reason though. Even though it's, been it? do- it's been done for like ten years, and yeah, so <laughs> and so is guess what? Slam Dunk is getting a, a, a movie adaptation or something like that. It's like the anime ended in like '95. Like why is it getting a movie? But hey, people like their sports anime, so you never know. Yeah, I I I will never understand the uh, the devotion that some people have to sports anime. Even as an athlete myself, I just I, I don't understand it. But you know what? Uh, a lot of people don't understand my um, um, some of my passions. So you know, I, I and I, I don't I don't hold anything against them. You know, it's it's okay. Let let weebs live out their dreams. Exactly. Like, yeah. Let me live. Let, let me live vicariously through these volleyball <laughs> players, please. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Well, you know, I, I can tell you try to do that, so it's okay. Um, wow. But yeah. Okay. Mean. Okay. On the next one, the show that me and Pat both watched, and that's Tony Kawa, Fly Me to the Moon. 
Uh, I another like I said before when we started the season, a surprise because honestly, looking at it, the animation looks pretty garbage. Um, but then we, I as soon as the OP started, I was like. You know what? This is probably going to be better than I thought it was, and it absolutely was. So, Pat, tell me your thoughts on Tony Kawa, Fly Me to the Moon. Uh, yeah, so this show, um, you know, uh, being the rom-com trash that I am, uh, going into the season, I was like, all right, what's the rom-com? You know, what's the what's the next rental girlfriend? You know, like, the, the, the next seasonal, the horamia of this season. What's the new rom-com that I'm going to be watching? And it was this show, and I read the synopsis, and I was like, this is weird. Like, yep. this is not normal. Um, but then, I but I was excited for it, though, at the same time. It was pro- actually the only show, I think, that I anticipated that I was actually going to watch and ended up, uh, like, really liking that was a, an original, at least. You know, like, I didn't think going into the season I was going to watch Akudama or another show we're going to talk about later. But this one I knew I was going to watch. And I, I watched it week to week. I loved it. Um, it, it. It was such a fun refreshing take on the rom-com genre in my opinion um i i loved uh god what nasa nasa whatever however you want to say his name he was great um you know people he was people always would you know we get annoyed when people would say oh i can see myself in in kazuya right from rent a girlfriend i hope not it's like well like okay you can maybe see like one specific aspect like one tiny bit like you can't relate entirely this guy the way he's so like trying to be efficient and trying to and just like so oblivious to the way that some certain social norms are about taking care of yourself like eating actual food and not just eating hot pot every night like living in a place with more than just a bedroom and like and and owning a tv like going to see history like all this stuff that he was so oblivious to i was like i could totally see this being a real person like this it it was very fun like it was obviously amplified to the point of like an anime but it was still it was still fun to see that that this guy explored and then uh sukasa was is that that's her name right yes yeah the girl um yeah she was a really fun character the side characters were fun as well i thought um but the relationship between Tsukasa and Nasa really carried the show for me, I think, the most. Like, I think that was really what kept me coming back every week is seeing how they interact, you know, the blushing, the uh, the moments that they would actually, like... They're, like, newlyweds. Know each other better. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah oh, we ones. love each other so much. This is so embarrassing. It's Yeah, yeah it was great. It's funny yeah. that you said, like, the awkward thing because I really liked how... Or, sorry, not awkward, like, oblivious uh, Nasa was. And the girl who, like, liked him, Aya... I think her name is. Yes. Is also just extremely oblivious to everything. It's like, oh yeah, I could see why like you would be like, you would find like this person attractive. I also like that they didn't dwell on that. No, they didn't. As soon as like she found out that like he was married, like that whole, like, I'm not, it wasn't like a, I'm going to win him back type of thing. It's just like, oh, okay. The crush I liked is now married. So I'm going to move on with my life. Huge fan of when adults do adult things. Big, big fan. Uh, Their street fighter episode uh, was it was so fun. Just the show is so it was so enjoyable, and yep. each episode got better and better because the premise is like you meet a girl, uh, you like her, you want to date her, and she's like, well, actually, if you want to be with me, you have to marry me. It's kind of like a silly premise, but then how it all develops into like I don't know. It's they made a burrito with a bunch of different toppings and folded it up, and it was a great burrito. Like it was 
it, they did so many great things. My only real knack on it is like the animation is seems like it's from like 1995, which really? to, I, I didn't even notice it that badly. I mean, it wasn't like stunning, but it wasn't. I, I mean, there's was, no like, there's no there's no shading. Um, like That's uh, Sukasa's like blushing are like lightning bolts through her face. <laughs> yeah. So like, I I understand it's probably how the manga is drawn. Like I understand that, but like. Um, for instance, there's an anime that looks very similar to this that does like shading and with the characters a little bit better in terms of animation. And that's Suri Zuri Children. Um, if you, I don't know if that, it's a great show. You should watch it. It's, it's like 12 minutes an episode. You should watch it. It's great. I've seen it like eight times. Um, so it's kind of similar to that where like you can do more with the animation if you wanted to. And since I'm like a stickler when it comes to, like this type of stuff, that's like only my like major knack on it. I. We are getting like a special slash OVA, so I'm really hoping that we get a season two sometimes down the road. I can, if Rent a Girlfriend can get a season two, I feel like this, this can. can get a season two. I feel like I haven't looked at the manga sales, but like I'm pretty sure it sells pretty well enough to probably get a second season. If uh, the show Kuma 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 Bear can get a second season tony kawa can get a what? second season yeah it is yeah well, i'll talk about it when we get to my speed round but yeah um yeah i mean the, the characters are so great i love sukasa i love nasa i love the supporting characters even like it was really cool to see like the family dynamic of meeting their mom and uh, nasa's mom and dad like oh so good <laughs> not many times in anime i mean especially in anime it's like the dad is gone at work and sometimes you meet the mom but it's usually yeah. only the mom. And it's like it's just like little things like meeting both of his parents is a really and, cool thing that I like to see in my romance anime. And you could see where his personality came from, from yeah. his parents too, which was so well done. Like they he was literally like it's like he was their child although you know yes. <laughs> like it's because that's how well done it was. It was like, yeah, he's literally just a a combination of the two of them and you could totally see all the quirks that he gets and all the good sides that he gets as well, like the compassion and the 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 willingness to learn and and listen like yes. you know the parents are the same way um so for me the only thing that i really disliked about the show and it's not even really a dislike it was again more just a frustration is that they hinted at the idea that uh sukasa is princess Prince kaguya yeah and that the show follows the story yep. of princess kaguya which is for one a story of tragedy and which is not something I'm looking forward to if they actually do follow through on it, but I will understand it. But, you know, of course they could try to rewrite history or rewrite it, which I think was, is probably what the theme that they would be going with. I haven't read the manga. I don't know any spoilers. So this is all my speculation, but, but my thought is that she would end up having to go back to the moon someday. And she just says, fuck it and says no. And then they animate their way out of it and they live happily ever after. And she be, or she becomes mortal or whatever. You know, I think that that, that, that was my interpretation and I was expecting because they hinted so much at it, especially near the middle of the season, right? Like the the fourth and fifth episode, it feels like there were like a lot of scenes that were just like, hey, yeah, oh, I've seen this. Yo, oh, it's just as beautiful as it was 2,000 years ago, this shrine, you know, like yeah. stuff like that that was just like, oh, yeah, mountains never change. Like, like it was like, all right, are you really just trying to – like if you're trying to do this, then that's really cool because, I, again, I love mythology and folklore being themes for stories, but – they didn't do anything with it, which of course is probably just because it was the first season. Yeah, and I think they that, wanted that, to do the, like the, the subtle climax. Hints. Yeah, yeah, and like that's the climax of the show. I would think is her revealing that she is Kaguya. Um, 
but that also still annoys me because I don't know if you're not if there is not going to be a second season, which again I think there will be and I hope there will be, but if there isn't, then that's a knock on this show because they didn't finish the story, you know. Like, and again, I think some people will disagree with that because it's like, oh well, they didn't know they were going to get canceled. It's like, well, sorry, yeah. it's still just objectively. If I'm just looking at this story, uh, absolutely, they did something and there's no payoff. Which again, I loved this show. Though. You so you brought funny. it up before, Land of the Lustrious. I loved yeah. Land of the Lustrious, but there's too many whatever, and I gave it like a seven, and then I immediately went out and bought the manga. Like it wasn't like a knock on like the show. It's just what we're getting in the anime that I'm currently seeing. Like, are you gonna leave the story like as it is? I think like also what you said with Princess Kaguya and the first scene where he gets hit by the bus. He's like staring up at the moon because he's like, you know, like concussed and bleeding to death. Yeah. And then like she walks over him and blocking the moon. I think that's like kind of like another subtle hint that the moon plays an important role in this. And it's called Fly Me to the Moon. Like, yeah. This isn't yeah. a Neon Genesis joke. Like, this is like a Princess Kaguya reference. Well, yeah, I was waiting for I was waiting for like Sinatra to play or be referenced yeah. at some point in the show. And I don't think he was, which was which annoyed me. Um I'm sure the rights for that song is probably a little bit more expensive well, for Oh, her. well, playing the song is one thing, but, you know, having, like, a poster of Sinatra sure. or someone who very clearly looks like him in the background or having Sukasa like, hum the... Yeah. You know, like, that kind of thing. Like, anything like that would have been... It just been, been like, oh, yeah, like, who plus knows? one. Maybe we'll plus get a season two. You never know. I would love to. I would love to. And, again, I think that... It, 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 it was just such a joy to watch every week. You know, every I was looking forward to Friday every week because yep. I was like, I get to watch this show. I get to be cozy. When I go lay down to bed tonight, I'm going to be smiling and laughing and feeling good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess we can just get into our final thoughts. Um, for me, this show, again, did the rom-com right. It did the uh, both the rom- romance and the comedy. It was really well done. It wasn't trying to be like some super deep sto- uh, story with a huge moving message. But there is still a good message there, you know, like be yourself and and uh, love your loved ones and show them compassion. Be willing to learn and adapt and live with them. I think it does a really good job of showing that message. Uh, the, again, my only real frustration is just the, uh, the lack of closure on some of the stories, which, again, we'll hopefully get sometime soon. So uh, but I think an 8 out of 10 is a pretty fair rating for the show because... Again, like you said, yeah, the art, yeah, like while while I defended the art earlier, it's not like it's incredible by any means. It's not mm-hmm. um, stunning. I still don't understand her freaking hairpiece on the back of her head. If someone in the comments could please yeah, please tell us that what that works, is, please tell us what that is because it bothered me from the moment I saw the show. I was like, what the hell is this? What is this fake non yamaka looking thing like like <laughs> on the back of her head? And and it's still I still have yet to get an answer as to what its purpose is because I don't understand. I real I want to understand. So yep. please, if someone knows any of our fifty eight percent female listening audience or whatever the stat is, thank please you, Johnny. Tell me, yeah, thank you, Johnny. Um please please tell me what that is or what the function of it is in our in the comments below but yeah so eight out of ten for the show uh if you're a rom-com guy i think it's a must watch if you're not then yeah you could probably skip it but like i wouldn't so i'm gonna say it's must watch yep uh i'm gonna agree with most of what you said most must watch if you're into that rom-com um i'm trying to think of like in terms of like the adult based rom-coms i think the staple for most people is wotakoi and i think tony kawa is just about at that level i yeah. this this was such an enjoyable show i even i i really love nasa i really love sukasa and even when they weren't on it 
on the screen. I think they did a really good job with the side characters. I like a lot of the things that they addressed, even like minor things of like going out and buying a TV as a couple. I really like to see that dynamic. Uh, the OP was a, the OP slaps. Like I don't know how much we have to describe. You finally that. got sold on it. You hated it. The OP slaps. I started the episode with that OP, and yep. you may be seeing it in the Anime of the Year awards for best OP. Um, yeah, Tony Kawa, great show. Um, yeah, my only real knock, kind of like Pat, I want more. Um, if we don't get a second season, I'm like for sure buying the manga. Like I am hooked. Yep. I love this show so much. Uh, just, yeah, little minor things like that. I, I don't think it's like a masterpiece, but I think it's, uh, up there as like a staple for like adult rom-coms. I'm gonna give it a nine. Like I enjoyed this so much though. I think I'm gonna give it a nine. I think that's completely fair. Yeah. Eight, eight, nine range. I think that's a pretty normal rating. I think, uh, they got an eight, 8.0 average perfectly. Eight, exactly. Yep. That's interesting. It was done by studio seven arcs as well. Just, uh, looking at their shows they have done nothing else other than white album the original white album mm. not the not, not the, the second one like i'm watching not white album too which is a completely unrelated show <laughs> that it, which for whatever reason i i think they're both light novels they're light the novels yeah yep. uh or visual oh, sorry, novels, novels. Yeah, novels. Yeah, yeah, visual yeah. novels um yeah um <laughs> they've done that and pretty much nothing else Sekiri, whatever that is Sekiri, whatever. Sekiri, yeah the etchy fighting show Oh wow! Yeah, no wonder. Uh, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, it's what it looks like from the the cover I'm looking right. at. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, so they've done not much else. So uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get another. Sh- uh, since this is so successful from them, maybe we'll get another one. I really hope so. But moving on from Tony Kawa to the greatest anime ever made, we have Hypnosis Mike Rap Battle, which only I watched, and is not the best anime ever made. But it was still really fun. Um, this show is just pure stupid fun. Like, I'm sorry, the show is about people who battle each other and cause physical damage by using microphones and raps. Um, (laughs) I think this would be like a great Watch Club um, episode because there's four different teams. I think it'd be really fun, like, debating who's your favorite squad or whatever it is. The raps themselves were great. The OP was great. The character design was really good. But let's be honest, it's a show about battle rapping with mics that, like, I mean, it's in the title Hypnosis Mike. Also, you have, like, these hypnosis spikes that can, like, control people. Um, yeah, it's silly. Uh, women women rule the government. All men are essentially trash, which is in real life, too, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, can, one can dream of a government like that someday. Yeah, you never know. Um, but, yeah, this show is just... If you just need stupid, dumb fun, that's the only way to describe the show. It's just stupid, dumb fun. Um, yeah, you should also consider Hypnosis Spike. It's wildly popular in Japan, like insanely popular. Um, their sales beat Love Live. So that gives you like, really? Yeah. Um, so that shows you like how popular Hypnosis Mike is in Japan and it's set up for a second season. So down the road, if we get a second season, I wouldn't be surprised and I would be thrilled. But if you are looking for shut your brain off, silly, stupid, dumb, like this is what anime is made for. Hypn- people fighting each other with rap battles. Like it's, yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, I mean, but it's like a seven out of 10. Like it's just like a fun, dumb show. If you're looking, if you're going into it thinking it's going to be Shakespeare, you'll be severely disappointed. If you go into thinking it's like one giant fart joke, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. It was a really fun show. So if you're into that type of thing, you should honestly check out Hypnosis Mike Rap Battle. 
Uh, it sounds funny. I just didn't have the time for it. Um, I don't blame anybody for skipping over this one, but like, yeah, I had a well, blast watching it. Looking at the score too, like if it was like in you know in the eight range, maybe I'd be like, oh well, you know. I'll if this shows in the eight range, Mal is broken. Well, well, that's my point though. Like if the if the quality was that good, like again, it's still a fun show. Like there's nothing wrong with watching a show. Um, uh, just because it's fun, and like yeah. again, the concept is so funny. It's like it's again, it's like one of those shows, just like Akadama Drive. I mean, say this during this segment, but it's, it's a show that can only be done in anime. Yep, it's not you're in the medium of anime. There's no way you could make a live action to this and have it be anywhere nearly as good. Which of course, maybe that's not saying much. It's in this funny case, you but... say that. I could definitely see Japan making this a live action because they live action everything. That's true, but like you know, it's not like so Kaguya-sama. Uh, Love is War could easily be made into a love action. Same thing with Real Life. Or it already is, and it's getting a sequel movie. That, that's my point, right? Yeah. Like they already they already exist, and they do well because they are capable of. I I, I still think I can't imagine the Love Act or Love is War live action is better, but because of like the slap comedy and the visuals being sure. a little harder yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. But but even then, like all right, let's say uh, God, what's another show? Um, I don't know. Sing Yesterday for me again. I'm not. Don't don't use this as a quality thing, but like that show could have been made in. Um, live, live action. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, for sure. Nothing absurd about it. Versus, in this case, um, <laughs> I happy. <laughs> uh, in, in this case, this show could almost never be done in live action the same way that this uh, it was done in the anime. So I, I think it's it's so cool to see shows like this coming out. Um, I, I'm I'm glad that it existed, even if I didn't watch it. I guess my point for sure. But now, Pat, we're gonna move on to a show that only you saw. And yes. I've only heard great things about it, and that's Golden Kamui Season 3, so take it away, Pat. Yes, so Golden Kamui Season 3 was a show I've been looking forward to since uh, one of my history major friends at university recommended the series to me a few years ago. We were sitting in class together, and uh, he saw my anime uh, background on my laptop, and he was like, oh, wait, like, do you watch anime? And I was, I was like, yeah, like, like, yeah, I love it. And we started shooting the shit you know talking before class and he actually is the first person that got me on mal uh as well like he was like oh do you, do you know about mal like how to keep track of all your shit um you know like and and you can find other shows a lot easier and i was like this is awesome uh so shout out to him uh callahan love you buddy uh he turned me on to this show though he was like oh gold comedy like if you love history you know you're gonna love this show Sure enough, this show, which is just about Japanese history and a uh, mixed with a heist and and an absurd JoJo's style humor. I, I don't even know if JoJo's style humor is the right way to describe it, but it's it's just absurd gag comedy that blends into the story so well. Like he, uh, one of the most serious scenes in the movie or, or in this season is when uh, the two main characters who have been separated for a while, uh, Sugimoto the Immortal and Asirpa-san. The two of them reunite. They go to hug it out, and you know he's uh he's wearing his military jacket, whatever, because he's a, a Japanese soldier who just fought in the Russo-Japanese War. They hug, and they go to set, and they sit there, and it's like a really serious, like super happy, like warming moment. They've been building the whole season up to this moment, and then they freeze, and they're like, "Hey, hey!" As, he, as Sugimoto goes, "Asurpasan, are you okay? Like, like what's going on?" And she's like. I'm stuck, and it's because of this in the middle of the winter. Her eyelid becomes frozen to one of his uh, buttons on his jacket, and it immediately turns into this comedic scene where one of the other characters has to piss 
on her eyelid to warm it up so that she doesn't rip it off wow. on his button. And it's just like this incredibly emotional scene, which I was like, yes, finally it's happening. Turns into this fucking slapstick moment that is just, and it's so funny. It's not even like it's tastelessly done. It is so well blended into the story. It's a consistent thing, a theme throughout the series. You have these if you ever, if you need to look up and understand what Golden Kamui is like, look up the Stanka scene, where it's literally just big, burly, shirtless men punching each other Say until less. one of them falls down. It is so freaking funny, and that's the second second episode of the third season. They have a scene where Sugimoto is performing for a traveling circus, and he's supposed to pretend to cut himself with a fake sword that, um, you know, by using water and like red dye whatever so he pretends to cut himself do whatever one of his co uh, one of his um uh friends or people at his party gets mad at him uh or gets jealous of him for all the attention he's getting so he switches out the fake sword with a real sword and then in front of everybody he has to use this real sword and he you know goes to do the act that he had been preparing for and he's like wait a minute that's real blood. <laughs> this is a real sword. And what does he do? He commits to the bit and does the entire act or attempts to try, uh, do the entire act um, because he's that dedicated. And the thing is, it's like it's written in his comedy, but he's so dedicated to finding a Sirpa, you know, chasing down the person that he cares about the most um, it, it, that he's willing to do whatever it takes. And, you know, the show, it's, it's absurd, the things that people survive sometimes and their their abilities are weird and some of these people look really weird one of the characters has this big like almost like it's almost like a a, a slice of a, a stick of butter on the on the knob of his head it's just like this big freaking eye it, it, again it's it looks so weird but he's like just this big brute force guy for whatever reason he looks like that that's what it is it's so it's so hard to encompass the show, but it's so well liked in Japan that I can't imagine we're not going to get a fourth season. It is incredibly popular in Japan. Like I, I know I rave about it all the time, and a lot of people seem to like it here in the states. But it is a top show in Japan, which is crazy to me to think about. Um, uh, and it's because of the history that it has. It's such a cool time in in Japanese history that isn't really covered very much or or looked at in in most anime. And and it's a it's a fun take on it. Uh, but it's also a very um, emotional and and enjoyable take as well. Um, and I guess the final thing I want to say about the show that that really sells it for me is again I haven't read any of the manga either, so hopefully I am not wrong in my interpretation of this. But Sugimoto is do and Asirpa, it is not a romantic sort of relationship between them. Partly because of age, I think, but also because you don't. It doesn't have to always be a romantic relationship between a male and female protagonist. You know, there doesn't have to be that kind of tension or those intentions at all between the two characters. And their love for each other is so well shown without ever ever implying at all that they are romantically interested in each other and i just i just love that i really enjoy that aspect of the show because he is so dedicated to her and she's very dedicated to him but they and and they're complete strangers to start the show they they hate each other at the start of the show but they they develop and they and they become essentially best friends or, or comrades in, in arms and it's 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 so well done i i know you haven't seen this show i i adore this show it is so it is so fun. It's again, I'm a history major in college. You know, it's my it's my focus, um, and, and it's my passion. 
but even without that, this show is so, so enjoyable. So um, I cannot recommend it enough. I gave this season an 8 out of 10 uh, just because uh, it felt at certain times that the plot the plot didn't really progress very much, but the final few episodes were mind-blowing. Like, I could not... Um, it, it just seemed like a lot of things happened in the final few episodes, which is the same thing that happened in the second season, too, where it slowed down a little bit in the middle, kind of, you know, dragged its feet through the mud a bit, uh, but then balls to the wall again right at the end of the season. So I can't wait for season four, which will almost inevitably be announced again because of how successful this is in Japan. Uh, I think it's a must-watch. If you if you like Japanese history, um, I think it's, it's a must-watch. I think if you like JoJo's, again, I don't even like JoJo's, but this does JoJo's style so much better than JoJo's does, in my opinion. So I know that's probably not a a huge uh hugely popular take but i think if you like jojo's you'll love the show so uh please give it a try i hope someone else uh was convinced by my rambling to <laughs> give a try because i i just love it so much so I you you said that they weren't romantically involved but do you want them to be oh no no sorry let me make that clear yeah they are not romantically involved and i don't want them to be and i don't think they will be because and i love that because it's just a story of these two people that care about each other and are trying or, or or grow to care about each other yeah that that and it doesn't have to be romantic and it's so wonderful that it isn't that What's, that's my what my is point. the age difference between the two uh let me double check uh because she, she looks small but like just like based off like how she dresses she looks a little older so i can't really tell and the dude looks like he's like 45 uh yeah so he's definitely not 45 he's like probably like in his 20s i would say because oh, he's interesting because he, he, he's a veteran of the russo japanese war um that's so why i, I thought say, he was 45 <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say he's probably in his 20s. Okay. First, well, yeah, the, the Russo-Japanese War had just happened, though, right before this series. Okay. So that's why. Yeah, yeah, like, he he had just gotten back to his homeland when this happened versus... I think she's probably meant to be, like, an, a teenager, you know? She's very small, yes. So, she, so she's, like, almost like a dwarf compared to, to him. Gotcha. But uh, I think she's supposed to be in the teens. But, again, it's not... It, it, there's no... At least, uh, uh, maybe I'm just completely oblivious to it, but I don't think I would be considering my taste in shows and stuff. So, I, there is like no romantic tension or intentions at all between them, and I love that. I think it's so cool to see a male and a female protagonist that work together and care about each other so much without the the aspect of of it being a, like a romantic kind of love. Gotcha. Sounds good. Uh, literally, the only reason why I wa- didn't watch it is because I never thought it was going to get like a second season, and now we're on yeah. season three. So it's like I should probably watch this show. <laughs> you should. It's it is so fun. Um, again, I I just it, the gags. It, it'll go. It's, it's so serious to then, like I said, the fucking piss scene. It's yep. just like, how does this come out of nowhere and, and always surprise me and, and make me smile? It's it's so it's so well done. And the animation it's really good too. Other than the CGI in the first season, you know, yeah, the, the, the bear, bear scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, the the bears are bad. But the animation is actually pretty sol- uh, solid too, and it has been, other than that bear scene, I think throughout the show. So, right on. So, Golden yeah. Comedy season three gets an eight from Pat. Yep. Up next, we have the Sleeping Princess in the Demon Castle, which is the only thing that I, only I saw. It, and I'm pretty sure I'm like the only one in the Discord that liked it. Um, I love this show. If you if you're a fan of like laid back camp, this is like a great show for you. Um, essentially, what the concept is is that a princess gets kidnapped by, like, demons, and she's just bored all the time in the castle being a hostage, that all she does is sleep. 
So she does these quests in the show to make her sleeping arrangements better. So it's just like this very lighthearted comedy about a princess who just wants to sleep. So whether it involves her trying to make better pillows, better like comforter, um, it's too bright outside, so she needs curtains. Uh, just these hijinks that she just runs around this castle, and like the demons are like the guards of the castle can't do anything to her since she's the hostage. So she just essentially does whatever she wants in the castle. Uh, really just, it's really lighthearted. I always watch this on like Monday nights before I went to sleep. It is a great show to watch before going to sleep. Super comfy. Nothing bad ever happens. It's just like this really funny, like supernatural, like demon princess relationship that she has with all these people in the side of the castle. You get some of the lore, like the de- there's actually like devil or demon, like teddy bears. That she becomes friends with so she can snuggle with them. Like, that's a quest. That's super fun and adorable. Um, if this isn't your cup of tea, if you're a shonen bro, and you think this is, like, the dumbest shit you've ever heard, you will hate this show. If you're a big slice of life, lighthearted comedy fan, I cannot recommend The Sleepy Princess and The Demon Castle, like, anymore. It was so good. Um, I also think this has a good chance of getting a second season. It has, like, 17 volumes of the manga, like, there's so much content out there. Um, another one, like Tony Kaku or Tony Kawa. If this doesn't get a second season, I'm probably buying the manga just because I'm a big fan of, like, these lighthearted comedies, whether it's, like, Komi-san or what else do I have on my board? Oh, you liked it that much, huh? It was really good. Um, wow. is, it, is it groundbreaking? It's not... I'm giving it an 8. Like, it's not, like, a 9 or 10. This isn't changing the game. Like, we're not getting, like, a camping revolution like Laidback Camp did. <laughs> but, like really fun like enjoyable show where i thought i mean the dial is called sleeping princess in the demon castle like does that sound appealing to most people not really and then each episode it got better and better and better as you got more dynamic with the characters you found out their relationship and how she interacts with all these different types of demons and how she like solves her quest are is really unique and funny and uh, there's like one episode where like she breaks out of the demon realm so she can because it's getting cold so she wants her favorite pair of like wool underpants. So her she breaks out of the demon realm, goes back to the human realm to steal wool <laughs> underpants, and just so goes she, back. just so she can go back and sleep comfortably because she has like the sleeping arrangements are so great at where she is now that all she wants to do is just lay in bed. So just wow, that's so funny. It's yeah, that's great. Actually very clever. Yeah, just uh, great. It seems it seems like the shows that this studio Doga Kobo usually does well as well. So um. Uh, like uh, Nozaki-kun and stuff, uh, Amaro-chan, like the show at uh, Gabriel Dropout, that, or Gabriel, sorry, that um, yep. it feels like this studio, that this show, that which of course, the, this the studio that does it, um, fits their like successful shows kind of category. You know, yep. like they, the shows that they succeed in, this show feels like it's a perfect uh, perfect way to do it. I yes. I, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for I, sure. I, the, 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 the studio does really well with like with the, those type of shows. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, it's 8 out of 10 for Sleeping Princess. Uh, the next show me and Pat both watched, and I forgot to get a picture for so if you watch this on YouTube, my bad, is Sports Climbing Girls. <laughs> who doesn't like girls who rock climb? Um, Pat, I don't know your thoughts on this, so before I trash it, can you please tell me your thoughts on Sports Climbing Girls? Well, this is the best sports anime of all time. Um, is obviously, it? yeah, yeah, totally. It's the best 
rock climbing anime that they have ever made in the history of anime. How about that? Is that a better take, maybe? Um, um and, no. <laughs> well, it is, because it's the only rock climbing anime that's ever been made in anime history, as far as I know, which, of course, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is, which is why I bet the there's best. one out there. There's got to exactly. be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I found that was interesting about this, is that it's an adaptation for a manga that hasn't even been released yet, I'm pretty sure. That, uh, that, that, or wait, no, it was published, it was published from 2017 to 2019, so why this show got made, I don't understand. It's it gotta be a gacha game, it has to be a gacha game. No, it's not. No, it's like, not. it's going to be a gacha game. Like, it, oh. like that, that, that's like, that's what I'm feeling, like, this has to be a gacha game. Maybe, because again, like, when you go to the Mal page for the, what it's adapted from, it doesn't even have a score. Its its score is not applicable because it's that unpopular or unread. There's only four volumes of it that exist. Um, I just I don't understand. I again, so the show. I like the main girl. She's fun. She it's she's quirky. It's cool to see her. How she takes her gaming. So this is the one thing I can relate to her, where she'll take things that she or skills that she learns from playing video games and then adapt them into real life. I guess that's the same way for me, where like. There'd be times in Pokemon when I was growing up where I'd be like, I'd be doing math and then I'd take the math that I did and I'd go and use it in real life. You know, something like that similar uh, is, is the best analogy I can use to describe how she solves these rock climbing walls using her puzzle game knowledge, which was it was cool. Um, the fan service shots were really annoying and random, which, of course, I didn't expect anything else from this show um, or I shouldn't have at least going into it. Um, I don't know. It, I. I watched it. I I don't really know what else there is to say about the show. It's it it happened. It was fun. The there were so many annoying villainous characters or or, or like bad guys. Every there was like maybe two like rivals or whatever that were bearable and the rest of them were so so annoying. Um the the fucking cat the rabbit girl. Oh my god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You are yeah. you are touching oh. on why I hate this show. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You can take okay, it so I got nothing else to say I've, this show. I have two giant gripes in anime. One is that the anime never lets girls wear pants. They always have to wear skirts. Like 99% of the time, they always have to wear skirts. Regardless if it's negative 70,000 out, they're wearing a skirt. And my second one is anime doesn't let girls play sports. And guess what? They set it up perfectly in episode one, where instead of like... She sets it up as, like, it was like a game. It was like a Pac-Man thing on the climbing wall. Like, how she was going to solve the pattern on the wall was, like, this Pac-Man thing. I was like, this is insanely creative. Like, I love this. Yes, they are making a great girls climbing, like, sports show. And then episode two, they're like, fuck you, just kidding. Because guess what? This girl has to say nya every time she talks, like a cat. Uh, one of the rival girls has to wear bunny ears because why the fuck not? Like Because she's a spider. Oh, so she wears. That was the same character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so she wears. It. So she wears bunny ears. Bunny ears. Yes. Um. They're, they're, A cool kurusu. Yes. Oh my god. They're, oh. they're treated oh, as. They're treated as idols. This has happened. I'm pretty sure this was last year. It was called Cinderella Nine, where it was a girls' baseball team, where it was year, the yeah. same thing. They all they you if you're a girl you have to have a quirk. You can't just be a normal girl. You have to talk like a cat. You have to wear bunny ears. You have to do this, 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 and this. And they set it up in the first episode to be great, and then they just ruined it. 
They ruined it. Why can't you just let girls play sports? It's so easy. People will still enjoy it. Like, I understand that when you're rock climbing, you probably wear, like, biker shorts or something. They're probably tight-fitted, and they showcase your ass. I get that. I understand that. We didn't need multiple shots of it over and over again every it, single It's episode. the scenes where they're climbing, and you, you're not actually, like, watching them climb. You're watching the zoom-up of their camel toe. Like, yeah. oh, guess what? They make it very clear that these girls have giant asses, huge tits, and massive camel toes. And they do not, it's not just, it's not like one of those things where it's like a zoom out shot and you can see the physical like features of a woman. I understand that part. That makes perfect sense. It's when you have a full scene and 80% of the screen is the girl's tits. Like that's where it's like different. And yeah, the perspectives that they would choose to use. Were yes. Just you can, you can like... choose how you angle your camera. And it's like, it's like you're, you take your <laughs> camera and you zoom it in on one particular area and that's what they did and it it would be it would be like if the podcast if you're looking at my video right now sorry for our audio listeners if instead of when there was a conversation going on instead of just me staring at the screen like this and, and this is what you see yep. it would be like if i was like this exactly and, and that it was and this is how the scene was going on or better yet if i turned around i'm not going to for the sake of our viewers but that that's the exact the, yes. and that's the kind of thing that it was and it was just so freaking obnoxious it, it was it was frustrating because it was like this could be cool the character design is nice like i i i don't know the the four main girls were yeah they were yeah, yeah they, they were, were fine okay. i had no issues with them oh also i had a huge problem with okay they describe it why they're so determined to win the team competition so the prior year before the two girls on their team get first and second place and they take the top three scores from each school now, if you get first and second place in a team competition, you are advancing to the next round. Like that, And for some reason, they get first and second, and they do not advance. That's why they're so determined at placing so like well in this tournament. And then she gets 10th place. Okay, so then it's the girl, the main girl gets first, the new girl gets 10th, and the other two girls don't qualify, and that's fine? Like, oh my god, dude, the logic in the show just like... It like blew my mind of like I if you understand if you've ever played a team sport in your life, you understand yeah. how this works. It's an aggregate score. It's like you playing soccer and you play like an aggregate like two game thing and you win eight to six and the two game score, but the second game you lost like six to two, so therefore you lose. That's like what happened. It made no sense. Like you're not applying logic to the the actual story. I don't know. This show sucked ass. I hated this show. I I didn't think it sucked ass, but it definitely wasn't great um for me this show is everything i expected that it would be i guess if that if that's a if that's one way to put it i you know i didn't uh go in with very high expectations and yeah they didn't shatter them nor did they um but they could have they could have the I don't first think episode so. was no. so good i think i think that's uh stockholm syndrome peter you just hate sports not. anime well, that, but even then, like, I don't think that the first episode was that. Like, when you said that, you were like, oh, I, I, like, I enjoyed the first episode. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, it's fun. I didn't feel that massive drop off to the second episode. I just felt like it was the same show. It was just like, all right, well, we're doing the tropes. We're not doing the, we're not doing like a unique show. We're doing tropes. So that's what, that's what I, yeah. and then I knew the rest of the season. I was like, all right, no expectations. Just go in, watch, enjoy the, sh enjoy the pretty colors, enjoy the cool, um, 
shit that's happening. I don't know. Enjoy yeah. the few characters that were enjoyable. This for me was the the most like quintessential six out of ten. Not good, but you know. You should have said this is the most quintessential quintuplet and gave it a five. You set yourself up for that, bro. Well, it, but it's not quince. Quince is good. This I know, quince. but quince is a five, the number five, and you said quintessential. It's an anime joke. You know what? If what, I have to, ex- what anime is that? What? If I have to explain the joke, then it's not funny. Hopefully, somebody understands my humor. No, I. But it's not a five though. This is a six. It's not terrible. It's not average. It's never, just never mind, Patrick. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, I don't get the joke. I, I, I don't think it's funny, Pete. You know, I, I'm gonna call you out on it. It wasn't okay. a funny joke. My mom thinks I'm funny, so that's all that matters <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this show sucked. Love you, mom. Uh, love you, mom. Uh, this <laughs> show sucked. Um, even though the show has uh, like the quirks of girls, it people should try to like check out Hani Bado because at least that's like like a good girls sports show. That's badminton and. If you can't, and that's like a seven in my eyes. Like, if you can't compare it to a very average like girls sports show, like it's trash. Uh, this show sucks. I'm giving it a four. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm trying to like the care like the main characters. I liked. I liked episode one, and I people didn't like the OP. I thought the OP was pretty solid, but like, yeah, there's. Really oh, not- I hated it. See, oh. everybody hates the OP. I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I, was just like, oh, no, oh, I, I skipped it. I skipped it every time. It maybe was that's just me. Skip. I, maybe, which is weird, though. I don't know. Yeah. Normally, I like OPs, but that one I, was an instant skip. Um, yeah. I don't know. So, it's... yeah, a four probably. Well, other than the shows I dropped, which were IWGP, which is What If Gangsters Were Friendly, that show sucked. And then, like, The Last Crusade, which is the Romeo and Juliet show, which was just mm-hmm. every episode was Romeo and Juliet. You could... This show is boring. This was probably the worst show of the season, I would say. So, yeah, I really did not enjoy it. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Now yeah, on to- it was the worst show I watched, too, so I can't disagree with that. True. So, yeah, fair enough. All right. Now it's time for my speed round. Uh, just because I watched so many shows compared to other people, I'm going to give you, like, a quick breakdown on shows I watched and the score. First one, the new Love Live. Um, it's Love Live. It's better than Sunshine. Uh, I know a lot of people like Love Life Sunshine, but I don't. Um, really interesting characters they did this time. Uh, like one girl's like afraid to like be in public, so she like wears like a robot cat mask and sings that way to like hide her persona, like her real self, and it's just like a persona. Thought that was a really cool dynamic of like introducing like a new character other than like the Sundere or something like that. Like I really enjoyed that style. Otherwise it's love live. Some of the songs hit some of the songs suck. Um, it's they, nothing will ever touch snow. Halation, the greatest love live song of all time. But if you're a fan of idols, yeah, it was fine. I gave it a six. Uh, next one, Moriarty, the Patriot, which is like a Sherlock Holmes type of thing. If you're familiar with the lore of Moriarty and, Sherlock Holmes, this was more Moriarty than Sherlock. Um, We are getting a second season. Really interesting dynamic with Moriarty. I wasn't a big fan of the Sherlock Holmes character, but down the road we might see more just because he wasn't introduced until like episode 9 or or 8 or 9 when this is an 11 episode season. Uh, Still really fun. I think season 2 is going to be much better than season 1. I'm going to give it a 7 with like the really high chance of being like a 9 when it's all said and done. Um, Adachi to Shimamura, which was the Yuri romance that we got this season. 
Uh, it was 12 episodes of a one-sided love. Nothing happened. That's what? every Yuri anime. Why? Not I hate every. That. Bloom in the U was a little different. Um, was it? Yes, Bloom in the U was definitely different. That one they had like a, like at least they like confessed their feelings for each other, and like you knew this was a one sided like. But you knew like okay, at least they, they made out in Bloom in the U. Like this is just like they hugged. One of them kisses her, and because she's trying to. I, I don't know. Okay, a or lot of people like Bloom and You, Pat. So I like. I'm just I, I don't it. mind the show. It's I not just citrus. It's, it's not citrus. Oh well, no, no. nothing is citrus. Well, something like, happens I'm in just, citrus <laughs> at least. Yeah, but like, well, that, that was, my problem with Bloom and You at least was that it. Um, well, well, or no, I don't even. Have, it wasn't even a problem. It was just that you you saying like, oh, it's one sided. Well, Bloom and You is pretty one sided because it's one girl who's confused about her feelings in general, yeah, and then the other girl who's very clearly, I like you and I want you. That's why I was like. It is blooming to you. It's the same idea, or it's uh, the way you're describing this one. It is. Um, I can imagine. I can see where you're saying that, but in this one, it's like one girl is like really like you never even get like the hint that she's considering like dating the person. I should say, Mm -hmm. and one person is like obsessed with her. Like I will do anything, yandere style. Um, even though it's like presented in a lighthearted like slice of life comedy ish, but nothing happens. Um. If it gets a second season, maybe, but like the first season was like, it was, it was just whatever. It was like a normal, like romance that you get from, regardless if it's a yaoi or whatever. Uh, I'm giving it like a six. If you're into that type of thing, maybe check it out. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. The biggest one I'm gonna get flack for is Netflix is the great pretender, the original. So, um, a lot of people have this as like their anime of the year. They love it. I think it has like an eight point four on Bal. It is highly like regarded as a great anime, and I did not think it was a great anime, especially the last arc, which was like the second season that came out on Netflix, was like a Fast and the Furious movie where they shifted the tone from this being like a group of, um, like con artists, and they have like these plans set out. The, the, the second arc was just, or the second season, technically the fourth case, was like a Fast and the Furious movie, is the only way to describe it. I loved the Paris case. Case 3 was a 10 out of 10. What an incredible story. How they set up everything like through art and the relationships that they dealt with. Cases 1 and 2 were just pure fun. But Case 4, like, straight up kind of like ruined it for me. The ending sucked. If you didn't like the ending to Akudama Drive... You're probably not going to like the ending of The Great Pretender. Thank you for uh, telling me that so that I don't ever watch it. <laughs> but like, uh, but that's that being said, like the character design, incredible. Uh, the ED is Freddie Mercury. Like it's cheating how good the ED is when you have Freddie Mercury singing the ED. Uh, the animation's incredible. The soundtrack, incredible. Um, there's so many good things to say about this, but like my biggest thing is like sticklers and character. Uh, sorry, my biggest sticklers are story and character. Characters are pretty good to great. Uh, like the, I'd say the main dude, Laurent, loved him, but everybody else was just like good to okay. Um, they, I think they could have done a lot better with other characters. And I thought the story itself was... Man, it's just so weird. You have Case 3 being perfect and then Case 4 just shitting on it. I hated it. It was so, The ending was so bad. Um, I'm giving it a 7... Um, it was still good. It was still enjoyable. Uh, I, it has a really good dub. So like if you need like a background show or something like that, I think this is like a really good dub to watch, but man, yeah. Great Pretender of seven. Um, 
Don Machi, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon season three? Um, what they did with season one, how they made it this fun RPG style show and they kind of ruined it season two and then they completely ruined it season three. It is now like this drama, super serious. Like I don't have any fun with this. Why do I care about bell and his adventures when like everything he like risks his life for is so minor it's just, it's really hard to invest myself in the story. The show is called Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Like, go hit on some chicks, bro. Like, he obviously has a harem if he wants it. Never, like, even comes close to touching it. It's just not fun. Like, the show isn't fun anymore. Um, there was one episode, episode seven, I want to say, which was incredible. It was just randomly, like, amazing. Like, where did that come from? And then, of course, they ruined it. Um, if you're listening to this, there's obviously going to be spoilers. The girl that he is protecting dies. And as soon at the end of like episode five, I think the girl he protects dies the beginning of episode six. She is reborn. There is no downtime. There is no time to like reflect on like what happened. It's just, she is now alive after being dead for, I don't know, 10 seconds. This show, I, I'm guessing it's getting a fourth season. Like this, this show sells like hotcakes. Uh, I'm giving it a five. Um, I probably got into this show. It's, do- I, I it's doing never. the food wars thing. Each season is just getting progressively worse and worse. It's like you used to yeah. be good. What happened? I, I heard good things about the first season. I was like, oh, maybe I'll try it when the second season started coming out. And then people are like, yeah, this isn't as good as it was. And then the, now the third season just confirms that. It's, oh my right, God, yeah, dude. It's I'm so done. bad. It's Sorry. so bad. Like how do you ruin this simple style of a show? I don't know. And the last one before we get to me and Pat's final show is Kuma 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 Bear, which is an, I don't know why it's not listed as an isekai because it's 100% an isekai. Girl gets transported to another world. Everything she does is related to a bear costume that she wears because the bear costume gives her superpowers. Um, Like, and everything is bear related. Her house is a bear. Her spells and punches are bear related. Her pets are bears. Uh, Silly show. Um... I compare it to like, uh, what's it called? Uh, like in another world with my cell phone or like death March to a parallel rhapsody, just like a very average isekai. It's, it's fine. Uh, you're not going to get blown away by any of the action, any of the comedy. The main girl is really cool and cute and she's fun, but like, that's about it. Um, really wasn't invested in like anything else other than that. If you're looking to shut your brain off for, like, fantasy-style show, I think this is better than Don Machi. So, I gave Don Machi a 5. This is a 6. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, Burn the Witch. Want to throw that out there, too? That happened technically fall 2027 or 2020, whatever the year the fuck that was that we just had. Oh, that's right. Um, I give that a 7. Yeah, I did, too. I, I Again, I don't think there's really much to say about it. It was kind of just... Um, as someone who didn't grow up on Bleach, I grew up on Naruto. I can't say, like, I had the... The love for the world the art style is cool though i do like it it's like very distinct it's it's cool uh the characters were fun but it didn't feel complete and that's i guess kind of what it was supposed to be it was this one shot this random yep. one shot don't understand how it got made also didn't like crunchy rules breaking it up into three episodes nope. like it was it should have just been like a movie or a single thing like, yep, like a 145 minute episode or whatever it was yeah or yeah i don't know it was or whatever it, it an hour just, long or whatever it would have been like, yeah, I think like an hour long. It, I don't know. It was just weird. I, yep. I enjoyed it though. Could I would watch more of it, but like, I would only really watch more of it because the two main girls are are very fun. Um, and 
that's pretty much it. Like yep, there's nothing yeah. else to really talk about. Seven out of ten. There you go. Yep. All right. So let's get that's to our last show, and that's the Wandering Witch: The Journey of Elena. Um, really, this show caught me off guard in the beginning. I think we're all disagree with it towards the end, but I really enjoyed the stylistics, like the whole aesthetic of the show. Love the fantasy, love the adventure, the travel. Um, some of the story moments I had questions on. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts, especially like the puppet episode. I was not a fan of, um, it was weird too. and we like disagreed on like, because my favorite episode was the like queen in the castle and they had to like defeat that demon where they like trap him in the hole. That was my favorite episode. And I don't think you enjoyed it. So before we like this, maybe tell me your thoughts on like the, the story itself and what you liked and what you didn't like about it. Oh uh, yeah, so going in, I had no, I'd never heard of this like manga or whatever light novel. What what's the source? The source is a light novel. So I'd never heard of this going into it. Um, uh, so I was I was excited once I heard the synopsis. Though it's uh, it, I thought that this show set out to, doc uh, to 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 do a lot of things, and I think it did them very well. So like, um, this witch, the, Elena, the character, I love Elena as a character. She's probably my favorite character of the year at least new characters like she is damn so, uh, out, out of new shows so you know okay. you, you got your, you got your hachiman still you know it's tough to beat over to swindler beat you liked over swindler um i did actually okay. i did because i think she gets examined more than swindler does and i think if swindler had her own show it would be a lot easier for her to be higher up but um swindler's awesome though too but but i think the thing with elena is that she is so it's like they're just scenes where she's like feel free to praise me more she says to like at one scene it's just like she's she's got this like cockiness and this this or this confidence to her that you don't see in portrayed in a lot of anime especially not on protagonists at least you know usually it's portrayed as a bad trait to have and i think that that each episode explores um how her journey can shape her personality and shape her experiences her memories her her journey her story that she is writing or the notes and the journal of elena i think that that the show does a really good job of examining all those different things and then the final episode takes all of those different ideas of or, or all those different stories and those versions of elena right the the one where she's sitting in the castle and or she has to to, to deal with that like uh, the one with the, where she has to go back in time and save, try to stop someone from from dying or, or whatever. I, again, I like murdering it, it, people. Yeah, yeah, murdering people. Like you can see in it, they they personify each and every single one of those. Like if her journey was different, they give a face to to what if those journeys had gone wrong? They give a face to it in in silly ways, such as her being a slime form or her being whatever but then also they, they they give face to other personality quirks of hers as well like her being frustrated by people saying she's flat you know like her having yep. that character that has it's like oh look at how big my, <laughs> look how big my boobs are like that was such a it was so fun because it's it's her all of her different personalities and and quirks amped up to 10 and only that that specific quirk and it, it's cool because it's a good moment of self-reflection for her, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a good moment to examine what a character is, and 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 also how a story can sh uh, how your story can change your perspectives on life and your decision making. I thought it was so. 
I, I could not believe how how well wrapped up the show was. Like I was I was blown away by it, and I'm I'm can't wait for more. I, it seems like it's gonna get a. I think it might get a second season. Yeah, I, this I, one's I, I interesting really about getting second season or not because I think it's like critically like as a pretty decent score. I just I feel like it wasn't like talked about enough. It wasn't. Um, but, but there yeah. were leaks rumoring that it already has a second season confirmed. Okay. Which is a good thing, usually, if there is a rumor of it. Of a, at least my interpretation. I don't follow leakers very much because I don't sure. like that stuff because I, I get misled. But from my understanding, usually if that if that's out there, then then it's at least being talked about or considered. Which, again, I, I enjoyed. I mean, even the episodes I didn't like that much, I still enjoyed enough that I was like, wow, this is really... This was fun. It was cool, the foreshadowing of the stories. And, and even then, they, they don't make it so that, oh, everyone's happily ever after at the end of every episode. Like, Not at all, tra- yeah. There is tragedy. There is sadness in these stories. I, I didn't expect either. I don't know if you caught this either, or, or expected this at any point. Her mother being Nike, or turning out to have been Nike. The, oh, that was that, that was a cool little twist. Yeah, when you got the... Not, like I, I mean, obviously, once they started hinting at it, I was like, "Oh, there you go. That makes sense. Like it's her mother. Like that was cool. Her sensei being taught by her mother. Yep. That was a cool twist, which makes the first episode where she just randomly gets enlisted to be her teacher makes so much more so sense. So much more you know? sense. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like it, 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 it was again. It was a very well thought out. Like I liked the other side. <laughs> her friend, which that's like obsessed with her. Um, that was really fun. Like she was quirky. She was dumb sometimes, but yep. that was what was fun about her. And she was supposed to be like this person that, you know, makes it clear that Elena isn't just this sparkling, pure person of, of happiness because she always demands a price, you know, like for yep. whatever she, she's going to do. She has negative thoughts. She's incredibly, incredibly confident and, um, like her her self image or whatever she believes so highly of herself like the 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 when they when the truth serum gets spread on the um or she walks into the town of truth that has this curse put on them where everyone has to tell the truth yep. including even if they're speaking in a mirror she pulls out the first thing she does to test to see if she is under the effect of that magic pulls out a mirror and says i am the most beautiful woman in the world or something like that which is just like and, and then she's like yep okay i um I can tell the truth and because because she says it and so she's like all right well i am telling the truth which shows that she is so self-confident yeah in herself that she thinks that she is the you know which of course is such a silly thing to to think you know no one i know i couldn't say that into a mirror and say i'm being truthful i'm the most handsome man in the world that's not a truth but to her it is which is so fun to examine i again i just i loved her character so much i thought she was so fun to think uh i, I think you could do a really good character study on her based off of the show and i think it'd be really fun I guess what I'm trying to think of, you make really good points. And my biggest thing was when this, I think the show aired on like Fridays and like, Mm -hmm. there was like a reason why, like I didn't like immediately go out and watch it immediately on Fridays. Sometimes I wait until like Monday to watch the show and the random, I really enjoyed like how they set up like the first episode where I thought like, I mean, it, it kind of is portrayed as like a Harry Potter type of thing. Cause you see like wand battles in the first episode. She's flying yeah. on like a broom. I'm like, okay, obviously it's called the journey of Elena. I know she's like going to go on journeys. So like, I guess I had like a perception in my mind of like where the show was going to go. And it was, it was, it was, it was really all over the place. And there was, it was, there was a lot of episodes where I thoroughly enjoyed. 
I really enjoyed the the queen being stuck in the castle and like a, the, the deserted town. I enjoyed like the background of like her teacher and the other like blonde teacher as well as like when they were teens being taught by Elena's mom. But then we had some other episodes that were just like, I, I don't know. They, it seemed like it'd be like a filler episode. The puppet episode to me didn't make any sense. I didn't have any fun with it. Um, I guess like when she goes to like one of the other towns and meets like her friend who's like obsessed with her, I wasn't having fun with the show. So like critically speaking, there's a lot of good things about it, but I also just think like there's some enjoyment levels in the show where they turned it down to like a two and I just wasn't enjoying the journey itself, I guess is the best way to put it. I I think that's a very fair criticism because for me, I was enjoying it because of all the folklore and the um, mythology things that were being, um, hinted at you know because again most of the stories they never used real names but even the name of the woman or of her mother being nike nike is the uh the greek goddess of victory and of of success she is um which of course was shown as you know this woman night or nike uh, who wrote this story had such a successful journey you know and then was able to move on to having her own family and, and doing other things uh so yeah it's uh I, I really enjoyed that aspect of the show a lot. Yeah. Yep. I, I just, there's just something, I don't know. There's something missing that sometimes it's just not there and whatever it's missing that I can't put in the words right now. They, it just didn't have it. But that being said, like it was still like an enjoyable show for the most part. Um, you praise Elena as like your favorite character of the year. I thought she was just, it's the same thing with the show. I thought there's episodes. She was great. I thought there's episodes where, I really wasn't having it, like the especially like the puppet episode. I wasn't like really enjoying it, and like it the, was the puppet re- one was weird. It didn't feel like, like I, I don't know. How do you not immediately get suspicious? Yeah, uh, like, the the person uh, who's like making everybody like fall in love with like these puppets is the person selling the puppets. Like wow, like I don't know. To me, that just seemed like it seemed like a filler episode or something like that, and it kind of just like turned the enjoyment down because I thought like her adventure was going to ramp up. Like, because we had, like, that crazy episode where, like, uh, that, like, chick, like, murders her parents or whatever it is. And they, like, go back in time to try to stop it. Like, that was nuts. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, that that episode, like. the darker themes. Yeah, yes. It and it just, cool. like, came out of nowhere. And then, like, immediately after that, it's like, okay, now we're going back to a Slice of Life episode. And it's like, uh, okay. So, like, I guess if you're into that, like, I don't know where the show is going maybe you'll like it more. But to me, I just, I thought like one episode was going to be this and it turned out to be completely different. And sometimes it was for the better and sometimes it was for the worse. And I think that's where I like land because I, th- I'm going to give the show a seven just based off of like the enjoyment I had throughout the different episodes. That's crazy to me. Uh, Cause I, I think, um, Oh, for one, the, the OP is really pleasant too. It's really, the visuals on it are nice. It was just a very calming, happy song. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know if you've even listened to it or. Of course, I listen to every OP. Okay, fair enough. Um, I I like the, the visuals of her sitting there and like she's singing along to the song at one point, waving her fingers around. Like I loved that. That was so cool. Um, and it shows her character throughout the OP as well. Again, I I could keep talking about it, but I I don't want to because it's 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 so much. There is so much reflection on Elena herself as a person and as a character throughout the show that I I just loved it. The cast is great again. Uh, so I, I joked about this when I um, 
gave my f my first initial thoughts on it um, in the Discord server. I was like, this this show awakened a new kink in me, you know, like <laughs> like I, I joke uh, the the witch kink, whatever. Which um, it, it's it's a joke, but it's like the character design is really nice. Like they're pleasant to look at. Hane Kanazawa does a fantastic job on Flan, which is the her um, her mentor. Yep. Or, or, uh, I think Elena's voice actor does a fantastic job as well. I think all the characters are really, really well done. I think the darker themes are explored a little bit. There, there's a little bit of everything, which of course means that there isn't a lot of one specific thing, which is why some people might not like it as much. But I really enjoyed that it, it really did give this idea that it was a journey of this one person and all the different perspectives and, and stories that they may encounter rather than one uh one continuous note or theme throughout sure. the show which, which was uh what i really liked about it i think i'm giving it an eight out of ten the art was really nice again the music was good uh i just i don't i i don't remember what is holding me back from giving it higher than an eight but there were but yeah it's like I the, think sa it's like the same thing with me it's just missing something that you can't put in the words well there, there are just certain episodes that didn't hit as well for me or that that didn't make Sense, which of course maybe on a second watch through uh, it'll make more sense when when we're talking about the how they expressed elena as a character for sure Again, i think she, i think she carried the show like so heavily and i i can't speak highly enough about it. i really i you should give it a give it a shot like even if even if you just go on youtube and look up like oh a wandering which best scenes like most of them are going to be elena and her being herself and her her freaking hilarious personality i think that that's uh and that's a a good thing for this show. So, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely agree. I thought she was just, I, I thought she was a good character, not like a great character, but yeah, I mean, the different strokes for different folks and we had roughly a similar score to it. So I think, I think this is definitely a show I would recommend to people who are into that like adventure style show. So that wraps up, our, that wraps up our review. Um, Tune in next week. We have Tokyo Godfathers for Watch Club, and then we are legit heading into Anime of the Year territory. So, and oh, and don't we have our our special bonus episode as well? Oh yes, uh, yes. So uh, I guess we can like kind of like we'll do official announcement real quick. So basically, thanks to uh, one of our Discord members, one someone who participates in both YouTube comments and Discord, by the way. So please do that if you have any feedback, any thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And you, you'll you get credit when you when you give these <laughs> kinds of thoughts, too. Fire had a, a Fire Rifle uh, Discord member had a fantastic idea where we secret Santa'd a bunch of anime to each other. So we, uh, we all uh got different people there's about six or seven of us i think uh and we all got assigned someone random and we had to give them an anime to watch so instead of like watch club normally where we watch where we all come together and watch one show instead it's going to be seven different people that watched i'm pretty sure it's seven different shows it, it didn't is have to be, yeah. but it is it is seven different shows and then we'll we're all gonna come together and talk about them it's not gonna be a full in-depth review or discussion similar to normal watch club but instead it's going to be you know coming in and um let's say i assign johnny a show and i'll be like oh so johnny how did you like this show what do you like about it what do you not like why did i give it to you or whatever or who do you think gave me this show like sure. you know, so I'll, I'll, i can just out it right now i got assigned fate which is funny because 
it's been an ongoing joke that I need to watch Fate. So there are like three people that I am suspicious of that could have given me this show. I have no idea who gave it to me. So that'll be a fun discussion. Uh, so yeah, I don't know when that episode that it's supposed to be a bonus episode. So I don't know if we're playing on next week. Next, I think next Friday we're recording. Oh, so. We're recording it next Friday. So I don't know if it was being planned as like a backup episode or not, but no, uh, we got a lot of content anymore. on the road. A lot of content on the road. So we got two mm-hmm. watch clubs next week. We got anime of the year nominee video whatever episode that we're doing and we have like the actual anime of the year awards which pat will be joining with me he's doing the best romance and i yes. think something and maybe something else with me but pat I, will I be give, to do whatever you need yep he'll you'll be seeing the nominees next week also if you vote you get entered into a drawing to win a 50 dollar amazon gift card all you have to do is vote that's it you know you have to like watch it's that easy it's great so check forward to that down the road other than that think oh we have like a discord links in the description below we have a twitter twitter is the best way to stay up to date on the podcast follow us if you have a twitter that is also in the description below we're affiliated with books a million so if you're looking to buy physical copies of mangas books light novels whatever you're looking for Uh, if you use our affiliate link below you help the brand out thank you so much to everybody who has done that because we actually have people have done that so thank you so much but other than that, I mean, I'm out of breath. I'm going to go watch some new seasons of anime, and yeah. I'll talk to you guys later. See you then. See you guys. Thank you.